Hi guys! Welcome to Love That Grows Within podcast, where we equip, empower, and reaffirm women's identity in this generation and the one to come. My name is Lucia, and I am your host for today. And today, we are going to continue the conversation about singleness and the man's perspective, but specifically about trusting in the weight. And for that, I have with me today a man that he's, you know, multi-talented. He not only uh, knows to rap, yes, he does. He's a, he used to be a model. I think he's still, he is a model still. He, and I think uh, he's just like, I just want to just let him talk and introduce himself. Please welcome uh, Tiberius. Hi, Tiberius. Hello, hello. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How about you? I am good. I'm so excited to have you here. I'm excited to be here. Oh my God. It was like just, you know, I... Um, I was thrilled. I just like, oh my God, I need to have Tiberius. He, you know, like you're, for those who don't know Tiberius, he is a uh, part of, uh, he's one of the men, guys leaders at CHR Chicago. He oversees the guys group, like life groups. And um, he, like I said, he's very talented. So I'm just going to throw that ball at you and he's going to like let you speak mm-hmm. about like your, uh, what do you, what, um, what do you do? So me. Um, I like to define myself as a simple, complex person. Okay. You know, um, there's a lot of simplicity just in deep places. Um, as you mentioned, kind of wear a lot of different hats. You know, for my profession, uh, I do work as a recruiter for um, a university. Uh, where my passion lies and what I did previous, previously um, was working with an entertainment. So you mentioned, you know, with music, film, uh, acting, producing, uh, a, a, along with modeling as well. So I do have a background in that, and those are some uh, things that I'm very passionate about, and I still get to do here and there. That's that, that's that's awesome. I love that. Um, what led you to lead mm-hmm. specifically a life group and in, in the men area? Well, you know, um, I've always felt like that there was a lot that was poured into me and that was given to me. And I've always been one that had the mentality and the attitude to pay it forward. And at the same time, I've always sometimes have felt that I've seen certain voids in certain places, you know, certain things that were lacking and uh, wanting to kind of make up the gap and um, give others what, you know, I didn't have. You know what I'm saying? When I was you know, a young kid, you know, in college or straight out of college, you know, there, I wasn't at a church where there were life groups and where I could have brotherhood, I could have fellowship and accountability that didn't really exist, you know. And so uh, when I got to a place like coming to City Church Chicago and then I was encouraged to lead a life group, I'm like, absolutely, because I saw that as a way that I could give back. I saw that as a way that I could provide a space and to, you know, give, you know, guys like me and those that maybe were younger than me uh, an opportunity that I didn't have. Wow. It's, it's, it's just mind-blowing um, that to see the, the, the spirit of humility and just to just to see how, you know, it was something that you didn't have before, like, you, you you know, it wasn't given to you, now you're willing to give, really, it's kind of like Jesus, he's like, mm-hmm. you know, freely given, like, the, the gift of life, and, mm-hmm. uh, and I love that, um, so, Ty, um, we call him Ty, mm-hmm. I call him Ty, um, Ty, how 
how has God um, grown within you? Uh, <laughs> how do you define like that? I mean, you know what? I think that that's um, season by season. And that happens in so many different ways. And I think sometimes it's not really understood until, you know, sometimes after you come out of a season and after you've been given revelation of what it is that you've gone through. I think that life in itself is here and uh, it stretches us. And every time that you're stretched, um, God grows within you and your understanding of God and uh, your understanding of the purpose, you know, uh, that God has uh, placed on your life as well. Uh, grows within you mm. um, what I understood and you know the revelation that I had of who God was and who I was you know 10 years ago isn't what it is today you know I hadn't faced as many life circumstances and situations and trials and tribulations um, at that point you know and so through every season in life there's been growth um, because you know you have to rely on God a little bit harder you know, you have to pray a little bit harder. You have to believe a little bit harder. You know, um, you know, things don't become easier. You just get stronger. And so I think personally God has grown within me through the many seasons of life, good ones and tough ones as well. Um, times that felt good and times that felt bad. Um, I think that, um, you know, the seasons where there's, there, there's pain, you know, um, you recognize and you understand that there's purpose in the pain, mm. you know, and even seasons where mistakes are made and maybe you slip and you fall and there's failure. You understand that there's a purpose in that, too, you know, Not and missing that, anything. he doesn't miss anything. He doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't waste any emotion or any experience, you know, if you allow it to teach you something. And so I think um, through that, there's been 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 growth. And that's how God has grown you know, within me, you know, through, through the seasons. Wow. Would you say, would you agree uh, with the phrase, uh, there's no love without pain? I think so. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you look at Jesus himself. I mean, you know, he, he for God so loved the world, you know, that he gave his only son, you know, and uh, he died for love, but that was a painful process. Yeah. You know, so on the opposite side of that pain, um, was love, you know. He said, "For the joy set before him, he endured the cross." And so you preach, you preach, <laughs> you know. So seeing, so seeing that joy, seeing us, you know, gave him the strength to endure that. But uh, I think pain is a part of the process, and that's something that I did not understand very early on in my my my, my, my salvation and in my walk. Uh, I didn't understand that, you know, failure was a part of the process. And so when those things did happen, I thought it to be strange, mm -hmm. you know, or didn't understand. Or maybe I didn't hear from God correctly or, um, you know, maybe I was wrong. And it was like, no, actually, you were right. You know, and this was all a part of the plan. Mm, wow. That is, yeah, like I said, he doesn't waste anything. And um, I so agree with you, too. Like, there's, uh, there's no... Pain without love, mm -hmm. love without pain. I think I messed it up. But uh, moving forward, you mentioned a lot of key things important in your life. And uh, as a man, um, we're talking about singleness and mm -hmm. in the men's perspective. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, according to you, as a man, what's your definition of uh, being a single man? And how have you been trusting, you know, the promises 
that God has made to you this season, you know, kind of a fixing my focus on you while I wait. So I think my definition of being a single man is much similar to probably anyone's way, being that you're not in a relationship um, where, um, you know, you've committed to just date one another. Um, if you're not in a relationship, then you're technically single. As far as for myself, what has my singleness looked like and how have I been able to be content in my singleness? Um, it's kind of largely what you just said, focus, you know, and uh, trusting, you know, in the process uh, while I do wait because I have been waiting a long time. <laughs> uh, and I've been single for a while, too. But I can't honestly say that I've been content. You know, are there seasons and there are moments where I'm like, hey, be nice to date someone, you know, be nice to, you know, have a female companionship, go to see a movie or whatever the case may be. Um, I think in knowing that God makes no mistakes and totally believing in being 100 percent convinced, you know, that God does have someone, you know, that is best for me, you know, has kept me going all while continuing to work on myself. You know, um, I think sometimes depending on where you're at in life, this also depends to uh, some and, and different people find it at different times. You know, I have friends who, you know, high school sweethearts mm-hmm. are still together to this day. You know, friends who met in college and friends who got married straight out of college and it actually worked for them. I also got some friends that are single and are still lost and maybe shouldn't be married <laughs> at this time in their lives um, because they're just figuring so many different things out. And it's not that you have to have everything figured out. And it's not that everything has to be in perfect place in order. Um, but I do think that there are some things that we as men can work on in the time and period in which we wait. You know, uh, being a better leader, you know, leading ourselves first and foremost, you know, having some form of financial stability, um, you know, and not saying that you have to have a bunch of money in the bank, but you definitely shouldn't be mismanaging what it is that you've been given. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you're overspending and, you know, overdrafting and, going through all of these particular things it's just like how can you lead a family like that you know Mm -hmm. especially when money is one of the biggest reasons or i believe the biggest cause of divorce and unfortunately the divorce rate is just as high in the church as it is in the world and so i think that there are things that we can focus on getting in order while we wait not that everything has to be there but we can you know, focus on, you know, getting things as, 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 as best together as we can, you know, having that relationship with God that's on fire, you know, being able to hear and receive correction from the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. you know, having a prayer life, you know, uh, and like I said, leading yourself, you know, as well, you know, and if you're in the position to also leading other men mm-hmm. and uh, just trusting in God, knowing that he does not lie, you know, what he has promised us and what he has spoken to us. Uh, he will do and we will see it come to pass Um, and just being convinced of that I think gives me uh, contentment and I think can give anyone contentment you know while they wait wow you just dropped the mic there oh my god I I feel like you were even preaching to me I was like yes girls you need to know this too it's so important and vital also as women of God to know uh, those things uh, you know, waiting. We talk about that with Mackie Dory and Steph. Mm. They were just giving the women, women's perspective, and they, uh, they were pouring some truth. Mm. And 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 it's so amazing, also, and so, uh, you know, such a revelation, also, just to hear from a guy, mm-hmm. because you don't get to 
uh, hear these topics uh, nowadays at, mm-hmm. your, at church. So um, I just want to ask you, just really randomly, yeah. um, do you apply to be single? You know, because it's, I don't know, what are the, your thoughts about this? Like, how, how do you identify uh, when you're not ready to have a relationship? So, because some people see us as they see us like, oh my god, I'm single. Oh, yeah. it's like, and you know, you have friends yeah. getting married. Yeah. You have you you see your other you know other people getting married. Yeah. And you, it, you know, kind of like you pointing at you. What's wrong mm-hmm. with me? You know, people see like it's bad. And I yeah. recently made a talk. I was talking to a friend, and it's like, you you know, people see it and as a as a bad thing, yeah. but it's actually a good thing mm-hmm. because I believe that God wants to. He's cooking something really good for you. He's That's preparing. Right. Like the longer the wait, the better the prize. Mm-hmm. Like the better that you know that person. And you know it's when you when women and men collide, it's gonna be just beautiful. Mm-hmm. So, but what do you think about that? Um, I think I understand absolutely. Um, I absolutely do understand. Um, you know people's feelings and that. You know, and you're right. People do sometimes treat singleness like it's a curse. <laughs> And one thing to, 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 to be known is that some of us has been waiting longer than others. You know, there are people who have been believing for husband for 20 years. You know, people who are, you know, um, later in life and they're reaching the age where, you know, they're like, okay, I, I may not be able to bear children anymore. You know, and so those things kind of factor in. And so it's understandable how some, uh, how singleness can be harder for some than others, you know. You know, struggling with singleness at 25 isn't the same as struggling with it at 38. And you're like, okay, God, I've been waiting a long time. Like, <laughs> like where is my promise? Right, where is my promise? You know, where is my promise? Especially when you've waited, you know, like actually have waited, you know, uh, and have been celibate and, you know, feel like as if you've been obedient. Sometimes people think that they're obedient should yield the reward of, you know, companionship. And um, because of that, sometimes I can just stir up a little discontentment or just uh, anxiety, you know, and I understand that. And, I'm, and, and I um, definitely, definitely uh, am sympathetic to that as well, because like I said, you know, it's, it, it's different. Myself in my late 20s, you know, almost 30 years old, be 30 next year, um, you know, I have been single for a while and I have, you know, it, it is something that I pray about. Um, Did you have the opportunity to start a relationship? I have. I have. So, I mean, that was kind of, you know, when you ask, like, do I, like, am I purposely single? Um, Yes and no. You know, because I could easily, you know, be in a relationship if I wanted to and try to make something work and force it. Or maybe find someone where there's enough compatibility to make it happen. But, you know... I, I just there's something in me that, that that doesn't allow me to do that you know mm-hmm. I am a big like fan a yeah yeah <laughs> yes. like no absolutely absolutely and so uh, and then it also also depends on what you're looking for and what you want That's you so know true. me I got a lot of big dreams a lot of big goals I know that it's gonna take you know an unusual unusual companion you know to to be with me you know, and to help see through what God has called me to do or us to do. Um, I'm not looking for every day, you know. So when you're looking for one in a million, that's <laughs> that sometimes take a little bit longer. 
um, because it doesn't come every day. And so for me, I'm okay with that because I know what it, you know I'm believing for and I know who I'm believing for, not my name, but just who she is as a person mm-hmm. um, and so forth. And so I, 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 think, I think that, you know, and I'm a really big believer in chemistry too. And so um, I do think that there has to be a, a certain level of natural chemistry between you and the other individual. Um, I don't want to enter into like a business contract like, oh, okay, well, we can check all of these different things off of the list. She loves God, you know, mm-hmm. she, you know, X, Y, and Z and this, that, and the other. I think that there should be something to where I'm drawn, you know, to you and feel like, hey, you know, I want to get to know and see if there is something more. And I've done that and have reached a place to where I felt like, you know what, I think that this is just a friendship and, um, you know, nothing, nothing more than that, you know, so I have, I've been out on the market and, you know, out there trying to choose and get chose. Mm -hmm. Uh, but in the meantime, you know, just been okay and been content. Like this is just, this, this is just a part of it. And so I think there may be seasons where certain people are, um, they may choose to be single and there's other seasons where people do wait um, I think the best thing to do again is to just trust and sometimes that's much you know much easier said than done but um, recognize again process that this is a part of it how do you how do you know again how do you identify that you're not ready what, what, what would you you know according to your experience what would you um, say to other guys you know if, if they're if they say hey I'm single and ready to mingle so but you know they're kind of at in the verge I don't know you know they don't they don't know you know what I think that 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 one's kind of a tricky question because it all depends on I think I mean here's the thing it also it, 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 it can depend on where you're at in your spiritual journey it can depend on where you're at in maturity in life you know um, how do you look at dating are you dating to date? Are you dating for a potential wife? So I believe it's important to have the definition of dating. Absolutely. In this, uh, being the same page. Absolutely. And un- well, understanding the purpose of dating, mm-hmm. you know, and then also being very intentional. Um, I think that that's a really big factor, you know, and it all depends, again, on what it is that you believe a marriage is and what it's supposed to look like. Because for someone who just feels that, you know, hey, you just find a pretty girl, someone that you like, and you know, there's, you know, you're someone that you think is attractive, and if there's enough compatibility, let's just get married, you know, and our relationship will just be be built on the foundation of us, um, you know, liking each other, you know, mm-hmm. versus someone who understands that, hey, I, I I want a life partner, you know, someone that's going to help me carry out the call of God for my life. And someone that we're going to build our relationship, you know, upon the word of God and allow God to be at the center, you know, of our marriage, you know. And so I think that when you have a more mature point, that kind of shows you what it is that you want. And then also, how do you look at women? You know, do you look at them honestly uh, like objects? Are you still in that state of mind, which most of us, you know, especially coming into the church, if you come from the world, you know, not being saved, um, there's a lot of transformation that has to take place for you to even have the right mindset of a woman and a wife. You know, if that's not your view, 
then I think that those sometimes are clear indication that maybe you're quite not ready if you don't really understand the purpose you know what I'm saying, of, of marriage. You know, if you still think that, you know, you're supposed to just go around and sleep with as many girls or, you know, find out, you know, try it out before you buy it, you know, mm-hmm. kind of are clear indications to me personally that maybe, maybe you're not. Uh, what I tell some guys, and this obviously this isn't biblical, this isn't like actually in the Bible, but if they're a brand new believer, and they're coming into, you know what I'm saying, the church and just give them life, the life to God. I always just say, hey, listen, stay underneath the word of God for, you know, a year, you know, and build your faith, build your life. And, you know, uh, let, the, let the transformation power of God, transformative power of God work in you and see how you feel then, you know, because I think that uh, there's so many different things and there's so many different voices that people have and if it's not the right voice you can be easily misled you know I also am again like finances I think is something that guys should work to get in order before marriage and and that doesn't mean a lot of money in the bank but if you're in financial turmoil I think that's also a clear indication that maybe you're not ready you know, because as a man, you know, you, you're supposed to lead your family. You know, you're supposed to be the head of the household. Mm-hmm. And if you're not able to lead yourself financially um, because you have bad spending habits and maxed out credit cards and a low credit score and, you know, not paying bills on time and, uh, and, and all of those things in particular, then it's just like you're only going to do the same exact thing when you come into a relationship. And then it's going to cause friction. You know, it's going to cause issues. And so I think as many, as much as possible, let us work on ourselves, you know, and figure out things that we need to figure out about ourselves before we bring that. Because whatever mess you're dealing with before that you don't, you know, deal with, you're just going to bring it, you know. And so I think that um, depending on where you're at and depending on what you've conquered in your life depends on whether or not if you're ready. You know, I can say in my life, I, I, I do feel that, you know, I'm pretty ready and waiting for God. You know, eight years ago, maybe not so much because of where I was mm-hmm. and who I was. And not that someone has to wait that long of a gap to get ready because you don't. And like I said, some people are ready sooner than others. Yeah. And I, I also think, like, not comparing yourself, you know, just run your Absolutely. lane. Absolutely. Like, yeah. That's like a just, mistake. Yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, my God, they got, you know, they're my age. I got married at 25, yeah. and yeah. I'm just, like, here waiting. Yeah. So just running your own lane, I think it's also vital yeah. to uh, just keep your eyes focused on Jesus. Yeah. Um, yeah. I always compared myself to my parents. You know, they were married by the time I was 25. Actually, my father was on his second marriage. Mm-hmm. My mom's first marriage, she got married, she was 25, he was 26. So my entire life, I just always ascribed to the idea of being married by the time I was 25. And I always thought I would be married at 25. You know, and when 25 came, and the, you know, 25 <laughs> is, a, is a thing in itself, quarter of a life century, you know, yeah. crisis and you know, real thing. Everything. Yeah. You know, Every plan is absolutely like, because you just thought that you would be at this particular place by the time that you got there, and then you don't end up there, and um, you know, find yourself discouraged. Like you said, you know, trusting your process and not comparing yourself 
against others. You know, again, some people figure it out very early on in life or it just works out for them in that way, you know. And um, they marry young and some of them are living, you know, great lives with each other. Uh, I think that we just, again, go back to just trusting in God. I can't stress that enough. And I know that that's hard and it's not an easy thing to do. But um, honestly, you don't have any other choice. <laughs> okay. You know, uh, unless you're just going to allow yourself to just be disturbed and losing your peace and all those other particular things because you're carrying, you know, um, you know, you concern yourself with all those things. And, and also, it's okay to, to be honest with yourself and be real and say, you know what, Lord, I thought I'd be married by now and I'm not. And it sucks because I would have liked to have been married. You know, I, I thought that I'd be having children right now. I thought I would be at this certain different place. Like, you can talk to God about those particular things. And you can talk to people about it as well. But I think that how do we find content? We have to search for a way to find contentment in those circumstances, you know, and, and, and recognize that, you know, hey, you know. And then you have to ask yourself, too, I mean, have you, have you gotten out there? I mean, if it's something that you really want, like, I mean, have you introduced yourself to you know, different individuals. There's all different types of ways that people meet each other nowadays. Um, you know, hopefully the good ways. The you know, good ways. Yeah. <laughs> not some of these apps they have on the phones nowadays. Might want to avoid some of those. But um, you know, you 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 reach out, and if it works out, great. And I do think you have to be smart about the way you try and the way that you you know attempt to date. You know, I believe fortunately I've been able to do that well. You know, walk away with no one feeling misled or feelings hurt and all of the particular type things kind of at the same pace. But um, I think you have to try as well. Hmm. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. That was really powerful. Like, but just uh, the important to work in the process and allow God to work in you and figure it out. And like, you know, just how to identify, hey, you're not, I'm not ready because, you know, this, this and that. Mm -hmm. And it just, it's really, um, it encouraged me too as, as a woman. Mm -hmm. um, so Ty, um, before we go, mm -hmm. uh, you got to tell us something fun about you and Acting doesn't count. Rapping doesn't count. So what? What is it like? What? What is it about Ty that nobody, nobody else knows? Well, I don't know if anyone else knows it, but um, I mean, it, I, I guess there's a few different things. Um, I mean, some of my friends think that I'm an adrenaline junkie. Yeah, you know, I got my motorcycle license last year, so I, I love bikes. Uh, look, I didn't know that. Yes, yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> Uh, and I'm looking to purchase my first one this summer, so be praying for me about that, you know, and Got obviously you. being safety. I don't consider myself an adrenaline junkie. I just like to do things that maybe not everyone likes to do, you know, skydive and jet ski and, um, you know, skiing and different things like that as well. Like, I'm almost willing to try anything new, you know. Wow. Yeah. You know, I, I, I do live on the edge a little bit, but I think with precaution. You know, at the same at the same time, you know, because I, I want to live, you know. <laughs> you want to get there with your wife. <laughs> I do, I do, I do. I want to live, and I want to get there um, with my wife. And uh, I do, you know, plan on fully carrying out what I feel God has called me to do. Uh, but yeah, I do love a good time, and I love a great thrill, uh, roller coasters, and just you know those things that kind of have you. Of holding on to the edge of your seat, um, you know, and so forth. So I think that 
Wow. Well, you heard it all. You know, if you had a motorcycle, you know, this is the guy you want to hang out with. <laughs> um, and where can they find you, Ty? Yes. So um, social media. Social media, absolutely. Facebook, Instagram. Uh, Tiberius is my name. Tiberius Blackledge. There's that only one. Sounds like a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one day. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's only one of me. So if you search me up, you definitely can find me there. Um, I do have a YouTube channel. Um, I am working on getting some new content to put out there, so that should be up and coming really soon. Uh, but yeah, for now, definitely check me out on social media and you'll be able to find me there. Awesome. Well, Tiberius, thank you so much for your time and thank you for being here and sharing the wisdom about guys' perspective and just opening yourself up and being vulnerable too because I believe like it's such a great um, characteristic of yours, mm -hmm. you know, being open and, and vulnerable with uh, and sharing your story. Mm -hmm. uh, I I always bring it up, but I do, yeah, I believe and agree that we overcome by the power, you know, by the word of our testimonies and, Absolutely. you know, just to see that uh, the process places where God has been taking you and where you are now. It's just, you know, he doesn't uh, miss anything in your life. Amen. So thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Uh, it was such an honor to have you and have you share your life, yes. part of your life and how God has worked in you, within you, you know, it's it, it, it's from the inside out. Thanks for having me. And, uh, uh, well, you guys, um, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, please rate us, review us, and leave your comments. We love to read you. Uh, and uh, also, if you have a topic that you want us to touch base on, just, you know, throw it in there. Um, thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.